What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Knock, knock. Who's there? Bell. Bell who? Bell who is recording on his end? Bell has been recording for the past five minutes and 24 seconds. Ah, that will come in handy when I cut this together later. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell! Man, how you doing tonight? I don't know, man. Feeling a little, uh, a little, a little despair. Ooh, yeah. Little, uh, you know, grief. Darkness. Sad feelings. Dead parents. Pretty sure it's Lego Batman, man. That's Lego Batman. Oh, Lego Batman. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you know he's got to get he's got to get the rage out. That's that's how he does it. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was a pretty good movie. But hey, no, we're not here to talk about that movie. We're here to talk about The Flash. We got a new episode to talk with y'all about. Was it one of the greatest episodes of The Flash ever? No, no, it was not. But we're going to be talking about it this week, and that is okay, because it was a some moments it's some moments we're gonna talk about it it's, it's great it's it's fine everything's fine ever at the cw <laughs> yeah yeah the cw tv uh dc universe the Arrowverse. everything's fine yeah. it's fine it's fine how are legends well it's fine it's fine oh, oh yeah it's, yeah just 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 drive the knife in a little deeper there why don't you no 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 like batwoman no, she's fine no no uh the you know what still, we still got the flash we still got the flash we're here that's true that's yeah. true yeah, uh, but, that, but <laughs> seemingly not for long. <laughs> <laughs> the Arrowverse, everything's fine. Why do you ask? All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Deathstorm is here at the most appropriate time for the Arrowverse in many respects. So we'll be talking about this week's episode. Before we do, we want to thank those who are making this podcast happen over at patreon.com slash TV talk. They've tried to cancel us. Yeah, it's like they canceled Batwoman, just like they've canceled Legends. They're trying to cancel all the podcasts out there. The Legends TV Talks, the Batwoman's in the TV Talks, and the Arrows in the TV Talks. All of them canceled, but not Flash TV Talk. Why? Because we rebranded became TV Talk. But also because you have kept us going over at patreon.com slash TV Talk. Help, help to make this show happen over there. Again, that is patreon.com slash TV Talk. Bell, you ready for it? Let's do it. Let's jump into The Rundown. The, the Rundown. Episode 12 of Season 8, Death Rises, directed by Philip Shapira, and story by Alex Boyd. Bell, what happened to this episode? 
Well, as Deathstorm attacks Caitlyn, Flash arrives and strikes the Entity with a Speed Force Lightning only to be easily repelled as Deathstorm makes his escape. He goes on a full-blown killing spree throughout the city with a growing body count, so Kramer mobilizes the CCPD. Cecile connects Star Lab's search systems to track Deathstorm, but he possesses her and demands Caitlyn. After having a manifestation of Esperanza Garcia fight Allegra, he kidnaps Caitlyn and announces his intention to make her his bride, but lets her go, stating she isn't ready. Team Flash deduces that Ronnie's grief was transported away by the singularity and that it's been traveling through space for the past seven years. Chester plans to modify the container that healed him in order to emit cosmic energy that can harm Deathstorm and Frost volunteers to harness it. Meanwhile, Iris inexplicably returns. Her time sickness pulled her into the still force and saved her. However, it infects Dion, preventing him from seeing Iris's future, and he inexplicably vanishes. Sue is able to stop Iris from doing the same. That night, Eddie appears in her apartment. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, Belle. Um, you remember that movie, The Corpse Bride? Um, yes. Did you ever see it? No. It was a it was a Tim Burton uh, movie, and it was not the sequel to uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, as I had been led to believe. Uh, but but no, I, I didn't actually see it either. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I got I got. <laughs> regardless of having never seen the movie, I definitely got some Corpse Bride vibes here. It does seem like you know, uh, Death Storm is revealed to be this kind of death entity, as we have been speculating for quite some time. Uh, he is not Ronnie. He's not Ronnie. That's very, very clear, but he's kind of latched on to Ronnie and kind of used Ronnie as kind of a way to manifest and have Caitlin and Team Flash bring him into the physical realm. Why does he want to kill everybody? Is he here to power up some sort of dark Black Lantern, uh, you know, energy source or something like that? Is he trying to summon Necron? No, he lonely. Yeah, he's, he's sad. <laughs> he's so lonely. He's all alone. Look, space is very, 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 very big, and it's mostly empty. And so, you know, when you're out there, you got to imagine it's it's got to be kind of lonely. He's, he's he's alone, man. He's um, uh, wasn't it like a that was a song about that, right? The star man in space, you're all alone up in space. That was a thing, right? <laughs> yes. yes. The, the, the moon man in the space, and he's made of death. Are you, are, you, are you talking? Are you talking? Are you talking about the Rick and Morty episode where, I it, yeah. <laughs> like the Moon Man song? Yeah, yeah. But, no, but that was parodying. Who was that parodying? It, 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 was, it was parodying David Bowie. David Bowie. Yeah, there's a David Bowie song there's about a star man, man waiting there for you. you. Something, yes. something. I don't know the words to this tune. Exactly, no. exactly. That's what. That's what. That's what it is. It's, there's a dead man waiting there for you. That's, that's what we're dealing with, man. <laughs> it's it, yeah. So so this is this is this is the astronaut that was uh, that was sent into space, um, and he's dead now. <laughs> he, wants to, <laughs> he wants to come back and like wreak havoc on Mission Control for sending him uh, to his doom. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, man, he ain't about that. He, he's out here trying to you know he's trying to get the get the swipes. He's trying to get Caitlyn to swipe uh, down for death. He's he's trying to you know he's trying to trying to make a little something happen. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, as, as you want to do as a death yeah. entity. I mean, come on. Yeah. So here's my question. Is is he going after Caitlyn specifically because Ronnie was the vessel that was used here to kind of bring this creature into the physical realm? And so since, Ron and also, you know, we see Deathstorm feeding off of emotions. 
is it is it that is that the tie is is that why Caitlyn? Because there is kind of a question of like, you know, why Caitlyn? I mean, why Caitlyn? I, I I have to think that it is due to because like, he was born from Ronnie's grief, and so there is like that mm. you know, bit of mm-hmm. Ronnie in there, and like that grief was because he's not going to be able to spend the rest of his life with Caitlyn. Uh, I mean, technically, he did kind of spend the rest of his life with Caitlyn. Well, sort of died <laughs> like immediately <laughs> after uh, getting married. I was about so. to say. <laughs> We were supposed to spend our lives together. We did. You did. It just ended really, really fast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, uh, you know, it, it was death to do us part, but you just died. Uh, yeah, exactly. So. Uh. <laughs> you were the one that kicked up that timetable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he was excited to, you know, spend the rest of his life with her. He just didn't expect it to be not not nearly as long as he thought. Yeah, exactly. Nailed it. Nailed it right there. You know, so many, so many marriages ended divorce. He was like, not this one. Peace. <laughs> This one's going to end in cosmic calamity. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so my that, that that has to be the link, right, for Caitlin? Yes. Um, is, yeah. that, is that that's it's Ronnie's grief, and that grief was directed specifically at Caitlin, and so it, it, it makes sense to me. I'm I'm that's my headcanon, and it's got to be right. Well, you know, we see throughout this uh, this season uh, continued return of faces that we've seen before, and and this this concept of you know, this uh, of, of death storm feeding off of grief and uh, manifesting and kind of creating uh, this imagery to to see the loved ones uh, that have gone on by. Uh, again, returns in this, this episode with Esperanza uh, briefly returning. You know, it's interesting. I, I remember when she first appeared mask off, which was like at the very tail end of her appearance. And it was weird to me. Did, did we talk about this? Uh, maybe. Like we, we got so used to just seeing her eyes and wearing that face mask. It's kind of like when you see what a podcaster looks like for the first time and you're like, really? You know, like, you're like, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, we don't look. Yeah, exactly. Like she doesn't have quite that same reaction that people would if they saw our faces and be like, ah, like for her, it's like, oh, huh. You know, like you just, I I just, I didn't expect her to look like that. And I kept on having to like, 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 who is this again? Do they recast her? And then you have to kind of hold your thumb up so that you're covering like her her chin. And you're like, oh, no, there she is. Yeah, I see it in the eyes. Esperanza, by the way, was way ahead of the mask uh, mask trend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you know, they they should have thought about that and just brought her back. And they're like, hey, here's the villain. It works. It's already yep. there. Uh, it's we don't there. have to worry about the COVID protocols because you know the costume takes care of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She's like, which which is sad, man. She survived COVID just to um. How, how did she die again? She, um, she, she got like her head. She got twisted. the surgery thing. She got the surgery thing to to fix her 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 like vocal cord throat thing. The vocal, then, yeah, huh? Um, gosh, how did she die? Somebody how killed did her. she die? Somebody did kill it. She is dead though. She is dead. So, anyway, yeah. she was here, and so it was. Uh, it was nice to get a nice little return. Like again, this does kind of there's there's a there's an interesting kind of theme to this season, which is you know everybody leveling up, but at the same time, there's also a reoccurrence that happens throughout with the appearance of loved ones gone by and the return of uh, some fan favorites as well as you know the the hopeful return of of potentially some uh, some other fan favorites as well as we'll kind of get to uh the future one imagines would be bright for this season except you know people keep dying we saw the old man die he died uh we saw a bunch of people at the carnival died they died a lot of people died uh caitlin not dying she's being charged up uh to yeah, become she, the corpse she, bride yeah yeah she's getting filled with grief energy I guess because like you know when, when it showed us the, the, the vision through uh, Deathstorm's eyes, there were only only the people that he killed were the people that had the glowy like energy in them, which I'm assuming is just is there is there grief or something like that? 
uh-huh yeah perhaps um yeah which is good so just don't don't be sad and that's how you beat death storm <laughs> what did the, what did uh kramer say like all right so he's going after anybody who's you know he's feeding off grief so if anybody's sad maybe like take the day off or something you know <laughs> be go, especially go cautious Right. right. <laughs> I hope uh, hopefully no one here has experienced extreme loss or trauma over the last uh, a year or so, because uh, that'd be that'd be pretty bad. Uh, yeah, you know, and 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 what was it? Uh, uh, not gold member. <laughs> gold finger. What was it? Gold hammer. Gold uh, face. You're talking about gold, gold face. face. Yes. Gold. Face. He loves gold. <laughs> gold yes. face. I love gold. <laughs> Bong and a blitz, smoke and a pancake. Oh, yeah, well, Goldface just came into the into the CCPD and like you know wrecked shop and stuff, and now they're all, you know, having to be like, um, let's not be have any grief about any of the bad things that have happened to us when we're a police force that fights metahumans all the time. And it was, you know, yeah, it was interesting because Kramer was kind of uh, talking about just the exhausting nature of you know dealing with super crime as as a police officer and everything. They called Joe back in, which was. Uh, odd i think why was joe there uh he he's um he's doing um uh what's the word for it is he consulting uh, yeah he's like a consultant because he's like look oh. i've been here i've done this yeah, before yeah. and i did it before the flash was powered up so like yeah. it was a bit harder for me and i think you should just like you know calm down and like listen to the experts wow wow no that is not what he said also on top of that <laughs> he did uh joe was not doing this before the flash powered up he wasn't fighting metahumans he was he was a cop, but he wasn't fighting metahumans. Well, I mean, he was kind of you know in the in the thick of things with the Flash. Yeah, with with the Flash, and I think that was kind of the whole thing. Is like, hey, you know, uh, CCPD working with the uh, working with the Flash. You know, we're doing this all on the legit, on the up and up, and uh, it's gonna be okay. So that's fun. Don't investigate any of our numerous crimes that we've yeah. done. <laughs> don't don't look in the basement at Star Labs. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Like that. Well, that's, that's what it is. When he's giving her advice, he's like, you know, uh, just show up a couple minutes late because the Flash will pretty much do all the work. Um, you know, keep uh, some of the paperwork on hand. And if a couple of metahumans happen to be missing but no longer terrorizing this town, just don't don't look under don't look under Star Labs. You know, just just go get a sandwich. You know, like, just uh, take a day. Yeah. Don't but don't look and, there. And if you and if you happen to be in Star Labs and you happen to go down into the uh, accelerator area pipeline area and you do see a skeleton in a chamber it was there before we got here yeah exactly exactly and that was just that was one of the metahumans that you know we just forgot to feed but you know <laughs> well it's like oh that death storm you know he must have got that one like yeah. oh that's but, but, but he's not burned he's just bones oh that's yeah. his new power that's uh, <laughs> uh, uh yeah it's like a it, secondary meta ability what can i say late latent uh to do speaking of freaking secondary abilities for a, an episode that had its ups and downs for me for me a high 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 up there is seeing the flash run on lightning that was epic i was i have to tell you this i've been waiting for them to play ride the lightning by metallica for this yeah. for for for, <laughs> for eight seasons and 12 episodes or 11 episodes and they finally did it i'm like he's the flash lightning ride the lightning metallica uh -huh. like I think that did they did they use another Metallica it, song or, or I, metal I, song? I thought it was a cover, man. I could be wrong, but it sounded like a cover to me. Well, uh, that's the earlier era of, era of Metallica, and so James Hetfield's voice kind of like ah. progresses as they go on. Yeah, Ride the Lightning was one of their uh, earlier albums. Ah, well, there you go. No, yeah, it was a uh, that's a that's a big get for a, again a relatively so so episode. You know what I mean? 
I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was super cool. Like I, I, I hear, I hear the music, and I instantly know. <laughs> I was like, yes, finally, here, here it is. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been years in the making, but they finally did it. So that was pretty cool. I, I loved that. I like, I love that power. I mean, again, it just, it, it speaks to kind of the whole leveling up of Barry and you know, where they're taking the character and everything. And I'm just excited, man. That, that was, that was big. I, I really, really enjoyed that. I hope we see more of that power in the future. It's a visually stunning way to get around central city. I think we've seen kind of the top down look of him dashing all around and you know, the, the feet, you know, the, the fast running feet and arms and everything is great. It is great. I'm not going to try to bash that at all. That's classic flash stuff right there, but man, seeing him like leap and, and, you know, jump on the lightning constructs and everything was fantastic more of that please pretty awesome i, I, I kind of thought like for a minute um they would do something kind of like how they did with wonder woman in wonder woman 84 where she like you know wonder woman. Mashes her whip out and like rides lightning in that way Ooh, that was awesome too yeah yeah like i thought they might do something like that where he kind of like a lightning bolt comes down and he can like grab it and pull vault it <laughs> wow yeah no that would be cool <laughs> that, that would be, really be cool, cool. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be a lot cooler than, than lightning uh, lightsabers. I will say that much that I I, I, I still thought that was kind of weird. I, and most awesome. people did. Most people did. I still think that was awesome. But uh, but no, you know what? Actually, now that you think about it, the whole like grabbing a, a lightning and throwing it like a javelin, technically Zoom did it in season two. Because remember, Barry throws the uh, the lightning at him and he just grabs it. That was the first time we actually saw somebody interacting with lightning as a construct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was okay. That was cool. I mean, that, that was, was pretty that was a awesome cool moment. It was but. a good, it was like one of those like definitive, like, oh, you're not in Kansas anymore. This is not going to be, you know, like, oh, get yeah. faster. Oh, you might need to do more than just get faster, but you, but you yeah. do need to get faster. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So anyway, that was, that was, that was pretty epic. Uh, speaking of epic, man, the greatest story arc of all time. We need to get into it. Uh, Iris has time sickness. Um, this right here, man, this has been. This has been a nail biter. This is edge of my seat every single uh, week. Looking forward to getting a further explanation of the fact that she has time sickness. And uh, I think it's a bold move that they're doing with this arc, which is not explaining anything nor really building up too much of the tension and, um, and kind of seemingly making up the rules as they go along. Uh, it's, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Well, you know, <laughs> and then the only the only person who knew anything about it, Dion, is now afflicted by it, and he's gone. He's gone. And so yep. any chance that we did have of, you know, gaining any knowledge or anything like that is gone. And so now we're 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 even more in the dark. And yeah, you know this 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 storyline is kind of feeling to me like. Um, have you been watching Halo? I have been watching Halo. In fact, I don't know if you know this, Bell, but we have been putting out Halo mini episodes every single week that there's been a new episode of the Halo. Oh well, well, cool. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna do we're gonna do a big episode of it. But I, I've been doing like these like uh, nine minute shorts that I've been putting out on the on the feed. Nice. Well, yeah. But the, the, this the, the the time sickness storyline is reminding me of um, the girls story. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like this this most recent episode, they didn't have any of that at all, and I thought it was one of the most like the best episodes of the season. Yeah, you know what? Interestingly enough, I did appreciate that. Like, I was actually kind of like prepping myself to cringe if that story had come back on. Um, this was not my favorite episode of the season, but you know what? We'll talk about it when when we when we get there. We'll, Halo TV talk coming coming at you soon. In the meantime, yeah. enjoy that Halo minis for sure. But no, I, I see. I hear exactly what you're talking about. Yes, same type of deal. It's kind of like why if they would move <laughs> it along. Like like if we could have had an episode where Iris is in the Still Force. And like we get some sort of explanation as to what's going on for her, and there, there's something different. But instead, it's just Sue and Iris, 
and they don't want to touch her and it's i, I don't know I'm, I'm i'm just like we we have no more information it's just kind of boring at this point it's like pull her into the still force have have some kind of like neat thing like like when Barry went to the speed force when the speed force was dying right like do something like that with iris i don't know well, do and, something and do something cool the other thing too is you got so you like Cecile keeps like oh Barry I can, you're so much pain yes it's Iris, um she disappeared and you know it's kind of bumming me out I'm like what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that we that we, we went that's a season that that's like what drove the season for for a couple of years back like there's like oh yeah she just disappeared so it's kind of bumming me out like w- really yeah what the like, greatest love story of all time like come on guys Yo, something better than this scene together you know I, who. <sighs> mm. like, we've yeah. talked about it before and i mean like we've talked about it before but i mean like that's the thing like it's like y'all 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 just setting candace up with these terrible story arcs this is this is terrible this is awful awful i mean i, I, I liked her as team leader i liked her as a journalist i liked her like with especially like the upgraded uh uh you know uh, citizen and all that kind of good stuff but like this right here is just like what are y'all doing what are you doing I mean, are they trying to give her like? Are they trying to give her something more substantial? But like, this is what they went with. There is going to be a story at some point. I mean, I don't know what it is, but there, there's something going on there. There's yeah. definitely something going on there. But anyway, we'll see. There's there are rumors now, Bell, that perhaps she will not be returning for next season. Really? Um, there, there are rumors that that this is the case. So I don't know. We will have to see. Um, but man, I. You, you, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Like, you know. This is just a terrible story. Like again, this is just bad writing. It's bad writing. It's odd. It makes no sense. It's not exciting. Like you know, the, and there's ways. If like so, like that's the thing. What is this for? That's kind of the question I keep on asking myself when watching. Like, like, what is this for? Like, well, okay, well, let's say the time sickness is kind of a driving factor here. There's so many different kind of interesting ways they could play around with that. You know, like you know, I kind of throughout the concept of a time pandemic that might actually speak to maybe, you know, processing the last two years in art, you know, and kind of like there's, there's a lot of ways they can play with that. Not really going with that. That doesn't seem to be the purpose. The time sickness itself doesn't really seem to have to do with anything. It could be the twins, but at the same time, they don't really seem to be driving to that. Maybe that might explain it. It really just seems as a sole purpose of giving Iris something to do separate from the rest of the team. And that feels weird. It just feels weird. And so I don't know. I don't know if like Grant and Candace just don't get along or whatever it is. I, I I don't know what it is. But yeah, or if it's Candace and some other cast members, I don't know. Well, then get rid of the other cast members like that. Like like that. If that's the case, that's an easy one. Like just get rid of the other cast member. Like put the other cast member off on some like sideline adventure. Or if it's you know again one of the newer ones, then they can kind of you know. I, I was starting to think that it might have been uh uh candace and grant having some issues especially this episode when she's like no no, no don't, don't 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 touch me i might i might disappear you and i was like oh okay so they're gonna make it so that they're just you know they can't even touch now there, there's there's problems yo like that's yeah. that's what it is that's i mean i've got to i've got to imagine that's what it is because any other cast member just get the cast like just do the cast member goes off on a side adventure and you know we'll kind of roll her eyes but candace is like her iris is rather too too tight with the story like she she is not expendable <laughs> well, I mean, just, she should be she should be tighter with the story uh, exactly you know, yeah but but you know she she really hasn't been recently well they're treating her as expendable it's ridiculous yeah all these yeah. other characters like almost every single other character on the show other than grant are are, are are far more expendable than she is and so it's just it's an odd it's an odd choice it's frustrating to see 
And uh, I know that like there's a whole like section of the quote unquote fan base that just really does not like her. And y'all, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> like, come yeah. on, y'all. Like, I don't like bad writing, and that's what's happening with her character right now. And that's that's it's frustrating. And it just it seems contrived for some reason that doesn't seem to make a sense. You know, you mentioned the girl. Like, that's the one thing that I don't quite get because like I don't understand the whole girl plot line on, on Halo. Like, where 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 are we going with this? Like, who? Like, it, why is this important? Exactly. They're not really explaining why this is important. I, you know, w- with like, with like the covenant, you know, at your borders and this is this artifact that they're after and it's going to, you know, determine the fate of the universe. Why do I care about her and her resistance? Yeah. It, I'm, I, you know, they may pull something at the very tail end of the season where it's like all of a sudden like, oh, she was that or, oh, this is this. And it'll like totally recontextualize everything. But um, anyway. At least with that, there has to be a story reason. Here, it feels like there has to be another reason because the story just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Greatest uh, television arc of all time. Iris has time sickness. Um, okay. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I will say, though, at the end, it did kind of set up something big. And we, we got to talk about this. But uh, before we get into some speculation, man, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with Speedster Speculation. <laughs> John Wesley Ship, and you're listening to Flash TV Talk. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Speedster speculation. All right, man, we got uh, Eddie has returned as a creep. Creep, creep, creep. He's well, a creeper now. He's, I don't know. I a creeper, maybe. Maybe he's Deathstorm. I don't know. My guess is Deathstorm. He's definitely Deathstorm. Yeah, no, he's 100% Deathstorm. <laughs> And, and finally, they're they're bringing Iris back into the main storyline. Like that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. She can't touch anybody, and people can't be around her. But sure, yeah. No, she's she's here. She's kind of here. She's she's here. Uh, yeah. But no. So we got her uh, Eddie Eddie popping up and everything else like that. Do, do, I'm wondering. Okay, so the whole reason why Deathstorm is appearing to these people as they're they're you know kind of uh, grieved you know the missing loved ones. You know, that's the other thing that, okay, I know we just talked about this, but I'm like, all right, look, so she's, she's supposed to be grieving Eddie. Really? Like, like she's getting problem, marital problems at home and now she's grieving the ex. Really? Was that what's going on? Yeah. I don't know. That's why it doesn't really make sense. But like, why else would he be there? Uh, I mean, he did get pulled into the black hole. Remember his body, his body got pulled into the singularity. Oh, Bell. Yeah. He, he was, he was there before he was the first. Yeah, he went in there before uh, Eobard even disintegrated. So maybe it's not Death Storm. Maybe it's Eddie Storm. It's Eddie Storm. And if What'd she sues him, it would be a Sue Storm. <laughs> it's it's a Eddie Current. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting, Bell. Interesting. So perhaps not Death Storm. I mean, it could have just been. You know, we we saw that Death Storm is still doing the thing. We saw Esperanza like popped up. Uh, to fight Allegra, 
And we're like, okay, well, this is just a manifestation. So it's very possible that it's just a manifestation, uh, just like Chester's dad. But at the same time, I had not considered the fact that Eddie was the first to go into the singularity. And so maybe, huh? What? Oh, okay. Here's another one. What if Deathstorm is Eddie? No, Deathstorm is is the grief of of uh, Ronnie. No, Deathstorm is grief incarnate, right? And it it attached to Ronnie, but Eddie was there first. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's Cobalt Blue. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's Eobard thought. I don't know. Man. Yeah, it's Eobard. It's Eobard. It's got to be Eobard. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm still thinking it might be Deathstorm or manifestation of Deathstorm, and it might have something to do with Eddie going into the black hole, and maybe he is like back in this in the same way that Deathstorm came back. Um, I don't know how he'd be alive because he killed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's something where he just kind of came back because <laughs> of what Deathstorm was doing with opening uh-huh. these portals and stuff. And so he's just like, ah, I'm alive now and not and not dead, but I'm actually Eddie. He's, he, you know, he's, he's the star man, man. He's a star, star man <laughs> waiting there yeah, for you. you. In the sky. <laughs> this is Eddie Thorne to Barry Allen. Desire is still there with you. Does she want to get back with me? Yeah. Major Ed to ground control. <laughs> He's a dead man waiting in the singularity. That storm brought him back, or maybe not. All we'll right. see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, my, my first inclination is Death Storm, right? Because, I mean, that's just what he does. That's kind of his MO. And my off the wall kind of weird theory is that he is back in the same way that Death Storm is back, except for instead of, you know, needing this device to make him whole again, he's just back and alive for whatever reason. Because OMG science, you know, singularity kept him alive and his body knit together in space. <laughs> he, he's he's Dr. Manhattan. He like Dr. Manhattan oh. himself back together. <laughs> well, so I, you know, that could be, I mean, like, I would love that as kind of a cobalt blue angle for him. I think that would have been cool. Um, it would be awesome. It, it, you know, so if this, uh, if like the death storm kind of arc is kind of the closeout of uh of of like the um i guess this graphic novel would be interesting if eddie came back as cobalt blue as a result to the uh, of this as kind of a villain especially since we saw at the very beginning of the season the kids like messing around with eddie so it's possible the kids come back eddie comes back he's cobalt blue the kids have to clean it up and uh, team up with their dad and iris is um I don't know. She's got, she got a still force flu or something. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. T- time sickness. Time sickness. Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. That's the speed speculation. What do y'all think? Is is this Eddie or is this just another manifestation of Deathstorm? Let us know your thoughts. All right, man. We got some listener feedback this week from uh, longtime listener, Lena. Now, Lena actually wrote in and uh, has been got like multiple episode like feedback. There's some confusion about our uh, email uh, accounts and everything. Hopefully, we got that all cleared up. It's now available on uh, the website and all that kind of good stuff. So, by the way, if y'all want to send in your thoughts, send them in show at tvtalk.fm. That's show at tvtalk.fm. So, man, what uh, you want to you uh, read this one from Lena? 
Yeah, okay, so here we go. Uh, this is Lena again, the person with DID who has written you a couple times before. I wanted to share my thoughts on some recent episodes of The Flash. First of all, I've been loving the fact that the show is focusing a lot on mental health uh, these last couple seasons and doing so in a realistic and empathetic way. In episode nine, Phantoms, in which Affleck was the bomb, that was me saying that, <laughs> not, not Lena. Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought that was Lena getting in on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I just, yeah, I, I just, I had to insert that in there because every time I see the word Phantoms, I have to say Affleck was the bomb. Oh, Phantoms. he was the bomb. He would have been, but they didn't cast him. He would have been. Anyway, I'm going to start that sentence over. In episode nine, Phantoms, you guys are saying that it was odd that they were talking about Chester's grief for his father again when they've already resolved that issue. But if I remember right, the main issue that they resolved in the previous issue... was Chester's anger at his father. I myself mm. have had experience dealing with grief over family members who have hurt me, and the thing is, once you finally let go of the anger, it changes the nature of the grief, and it almost feels like starting the grieving process over again. That's so to me, it made sense that Chester would still be struggling with his grief, and of course, now that we know that Deathstorm was specifically targeting people who knew Caitlin, it made more sense that Chester would be targeted. That does make a lot of sense. I didn't think about it in that framework. No, that's a good framework, yeah. Yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense. So like he he has forgiven his father and so therefore like because he, he he hated his father previously now he doesn't right. hate his father and so now there's a chance for him to actually grieve for his father as opposed to just hating him so that does make sense okay so yeah. Yeah. mea culpa you know that was that was our bad so that that does make sense uh so i'll, I'll give you that one <laughs> <laughs> i dig it and here we go. This is the, the next bit. Uh, also, I found in episode 10, Reckless, to be very intriguing. I must admit, I have mixed feelings about Caitlin and Frost being in separate bodies now. On the one hand, I'm happy for the fictional characters within their fictional world. If we could separate ourselves into separate physical bodies and not have to live in one shared mind-body, that would be a dream come true. And I think most other DID systems would agree with me on that. Um, but on the other hand, by doing that, it seems like they have undergone or undone the good representation of a plural person that Caitlin Frost portrayed. Mm. Even though they weren't technically DID, it was similar enough that it had the potential to show viewers that multiple minded people didn't always have to be evil murderers like so many horror movies have portrayed. It's kind of coded as such. So, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. There, I, I, I don't know if there is an example in media where there isn't uh, like where it's uh, DID and whatnot is, is like shown is not this like you know oh evil murderer kind of stuff most, uh, most representations. have you have you not been watching moon knight uh i are you kidding you me? have like, not been watching moon knight have you i have been watching moon knight um you're telling me that um uh not steven what is mark I'm talking about mark mark is a murderer is he not <laughs> yeah but like mark is i, I mean like <sighs> But not like a psychopath, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, okay, fair point. But still, like, you technically, know, Frost most... is supposed to be. I mean, like, you know, there's a, you know, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Keep, but, keep uh, rolling, keep rolling. Yeah, good so stuff. Keep, good stuff, keep rolling here. But having said that, I also find it fascinating that Frost specifically still has some thoughts and attitudes that are similar to an alter in a DID system. Even though all alters are equally real, it's not uncommon for those of us like myself who do not share the same name and appearance of the physical body to feel like that makes us less real. It doesn't help that we are purposefully portrayed as being less real and more like one-note caricatures in most fictional media about DID. But anyway, mm. I believe that was probably the real reason that frost seemed not to be valuing her own life enough it's not that she was suicidal but more that she didn't think of herself as a full-fledged person in her own right just a quote bodyguard for caitlin 
Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We should we should um, like pause here real quick cuz like that yeah. like we should talk about that from this episode cuz she was like, "Yep, nope, dad made me for this one purpose." And everybody's like, "Cool. We're going to go with that." I'm like, "I What? I mean, I thought that like didn't we just cover this? Like, no, like don't don't I mean like I, I do appreciate the whole like ride or die for Caitlyn thing. Like that's that's cool. I do understand that. Um but the whole like, you know, I have one purpose to destroy the world of men or whatever, you know, like like the whatever it is. Like it's like I I I don't know that that's true. I do wonder though, Bell, if by the end of this we may see the death of Caitlyn. Uh, there's there's some people are room, you know are speculating we may see through this the death of uh, uh, Frost. I don't think that's the case. I think we're gonna, I think we may see the death of Caitlyn and the rise of Frost from that standpoint. Because if that's if if that is the case, if that's like kind of the arc that she's on right now, where it's like, oh, I don't have purpose beyond Caitlyn, like I don't have value, which isn't true. Like she's she's happy, she's cool, she's got a good yeah. relationship with the uh, Chillblaine, and so you know, I mean, well, you know, as good of a relationship as that one's going to be, you know, like she's doing all right, she's, <laughs> yeah. doing, she's doing good anyway. Yeah, all right, keep going, keep keep rolling, keep rolling. So yeah, to continue, uh, she was thinking more in terms of her former role in the system than her own life as a person in the external world. I think Caitlin's mother also was having difficulty accepting Frost as her own person separate from Caitlin, and that's why she wasn't acting like a mother to her at first. That's why I thought it was very touching when she finally realized that she was Frost's mother too and started treating her as a daughter. I was really impressed by how much these interpersonal dynamics felt like what would really happen if an alter in a DID system suddenly got their own separate body. That's that's a hmm. really interesting and unique an take. interesting perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool perspective. Um, because, you know, like as a as a uh, you know, someone who doesn't uh, who doesn't have DID, I, I see it in one way. And, you know, it was uh, uh, but it's really neat to see that perspective from someone with DID to kind of pull those things together because they make more sense right like that that explanation right there makes perfect sense as to why you know caitlin's mother and what caitlin or what frost was doing uh uh you know why she didn't value her life and stuff like that that's really really right. neat um although she did kind of walk the line because that was her whole deal was she's like i'm ready to do this for 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 katie uh and they're like oh no you're depressed and she's like i mean i'm i'm doing i'm doing pretty good <laughs> like you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I got uh you know, not to compare boyfriends here, but have you seen Joe Blaine? We're like, well, we've we've heard him talk, and she's like, yeah, but I don't care about that. You know, like she's, she's doing all right. <laughs> yeah, she's she's, yeah. Get, she's getting hers. She's doing okay. Uh, yeah. But then you know, she does bust out that same line about like, well, Dad created me to protect Caitlin, and so that's what I'm about to do. And so I don't know. I I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out for sure. Yeah. So continuing on, uh, as for episode 11, Resurrection, well, that was quite the emotional roller coaster. They built our hopes up that Caitlyn might get her husband back, and then that ending, oof, brutal. For what it's worth, I think you guys were both right in a way. It was Deathstorm, yeah. but not Ronnie, or was it? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lena actually wrote out the doodle 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 do. <laughs> well done. Yes, 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 yes. Well, yeah, mad points for that. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, and, and now Lena has a, uh, some thoughts on the Ezra Miller situation, which was, as for the whole Ezra Miller situation, I just have one thing to say. Hashtag release the Gustin cut. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Listen, that's cool. I, like, I I feel that. I feel that. But let's, let's, let's all be real. It ain't happening. It'd be great, but it, it ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel it. I feel it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and after all of this insightful commentary, I think uh, the last bit here that we'll get into is a very, very well-deserved uh, plug. And so here yeah, we go. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think this is very much allowed. This is this is quality stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. 
Uh, and finally, if I may, I would like to add a little shameless plug. For a while now, I've been partnering with the good folks over at Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast, writing articles and Facebook posts for them about the representation of DID in Moon Knight comics, and now the TV series. So for anyone who may be interested in that, feel free to check it out on your podcaster of choice. I'm also looking forward to hearing what you guys think of the Moon Knight TV series also. Thank you yeah. for continuing to provide such great, entertaining podcast, Lena. Thank you, Lena. Um, yeah, no, I am very much excited to do a Moon Knight TV talk. I've been uh, really enjoying Moon Knight. It's been really good. So help me out with this. Are we down to the last episode or do we have two episodes left with Moon Knight? I think there were six episodes, but I saw a tweet. And I don't know if it's a joke or not because, you know, you're not supposed to believe everything on the Internet. But like, is it the three hour thing? Yes, it can't I, be right. That can't be right. I, that can't be. They're messing with us, man. Like, that's what a movie. Like- that's a mo- Moon Knight gets like a full on like like trilogy franchise in terms of the run. No, come on, man. Really? But there's, really? But there, like, there's so much to if, if they try to wrap it up in 45 minutes, all the stuff that they have left. Like, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be an hour. I, I, you know, I, I, I think they've got the time for it. But no, I think that um, they, they can wrap it up. They can, they can wrap it. I think I think what we'll end up seeing. This is just a quick speculation for for Moon Knight. Uh, is that I think we're gonna get a tease of who's the third personality? Well, we he's got, got a tease of third personality. We got you know, a tease of th- third personality in the coffin in the uh, episode before this most recent one. That was more of an Easter egg, but I think I think we'll have more of like a direct tease. Um, you know, possibly you know with the you know with the Scottish cap and the. Or something of that nature, maybe driving a taxi or something. But I think I think we'll get it. I think we will end this series with a tease of that. I think we will also see uh, his lady friend, whose name is escaping me at the moment. Uh, I think I think that she, uh, his wife, actually, I should say, is. Uh, yeah. I think she'll end up. Um, I think she'll end up being the Moon Knight at the end of this. I think oh, they'll yeah. probably. I think Stephen, uh, Stephen, and Mark, uh, you know, will say goodbye to her. They'll go their separate ways. And she'll end up becoming the new Moon Knight by the end of it. And then we'll get a tease, like, you know, kind of post credits of, you know, um, one of, well, so the, the post credits for this is going to be one of two things. It might be, it may be two things. I think the post credits will probably be a more direct tease of the third personality, which will be directly related to Moon Knight. Uh, and then I think we'll probably also see Gore the God Butcher showing up and killing one of the, you know, Egyptian gods. Oh, yeah. That's my guess. I, this is a one and done thing, though. There's not going to be a second season of Moon Knight, from what I understand. Uh, well, no. So what they have said is that uh, Oscar Isaac only has a single deal for this this series, like for this oh, season. Oh, okay, okay. Which is why I'm I'm more on the line of like, yeah, he's probably not going to continue. Like, they're not going to get rid of Moon Knight, but they might not have Oscar Isaac. So I think that she's going to come in and be the new Moon Knight by the end of it. They've kind of teased that anyway with. Um, Conchie uh, wanting her. Yeah. yeah. And so I think, I think that's, I think that's what we're looking at here. Could be wrong, but I, I, I'd put, I'd put some money on it. You know, I'd, I'd put some, not, not like Iris, you know, pandemic money or anything, but you know, I'd put some money on it. What do you mean? Like, con- like, so that's the thing, right? Like they, they have to, um, they have to start, uh, stop, uh, uh crocodile, the uh, faced killer guy, the face off. No. Ethan hunt. There we go. Gattaca, not face off. Yes. Ethan hunt. Of course. Yeah. They, they, they got to stop Ethan hunt. In order to do that, they're going to have to free Conchu. And so, like, there's all these things they're going to have to do to do that. And, like, I feel it's just going to be really rushed. Um, unless they don't free Conchu and they find a way to defeat him other than that. And then that, then Moon Knight's just over. And the tease will be whoever's going to play <laughs> Moon Knight next freeing Conchu. I don't think there's that. I don't think there's as much to wrap up there. I think I think it's it's uh, they're going to kind of explain, you know, the whole, oh, you know, purgatory uh 
asylum. Th- I guess they've kind of already pseudo explained the whole purgatory asylum thing. And uh, he's going to be out there doing his thing with the crocodile people. And uh, it's going to be like, oh, we're going to come back. And they're, and they're going to be on the spectral plane. And there's Conchu. And he's like, oh, we got to get back there. And then uh, Mrs. Mark, Lady, 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 Lady Anna Jones, whatever her name is. Uh, she, <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> she, she, I'm blanking on her name. I'm sorry. She, uh, anyway, she, she comes in and Kashi's like, I, you know, like I can, I can like bring Mark back, but you know, he's got to be the Moon Knight, and he's, she's like, nah, bring I, Stephen back because Stephen was the one who fell in the sand. Right. I can bring Stephen back. Well, no, but yeah. Mark is still, but Mark's in heaven. Like they're all, they're both not in the mortal realm at the moment. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of like one of those things. They got to both. They all got to come back. They all got to come back. And so she's like, okay, you can do it. But like, here's the deal. I'm going to be Moon Knight. And he's like, all right, here you go. Boom. You're Moon Knight. And then she shows up. She's like, bam, bam, bam. And then all of a sudden, Stephen and Mark come back. And then what's going to end up happening is you're going to have kind of like this, uh, you know, astral projection type of spectral, you know, battle of the gods where you have her Moon Knight, uh, Mark's Moon Knight and Stephen's Moon Knight, the three Moon Knights all going at, um, Crocodile McGillicuddy, whatever his name was. Hector. Crocodile Dunty. Yeah, Crocodile Dunty. Gattaca. Gattaca, dude. Yeah. That's, that's Crocodatica. the one. There's a crocodile man waiting <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> <sighs> David Bowie. That's what it is. He's David. Bo- Why? Because. Anyway, all okay. right, that's it for this week. Uh, <laughs> we'll have some good. Moon Knight TV talk coming your way as well. So Halo TV talk. We got some good stuff, man. And not to mention we got a multiverse of madness. It's just I don't even know how we're gonna get all this content in, man. It's gonna be crazy. I know, right? Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be crazy. But anyway, it's coming at you. Hey, we want to hear your thoughts. You can always write into the show. Like I said, it's uh show at TV Talk dot fm is the uh is is the email address you can also check out all the information at tvtalk.fm it's the website follow bell at ring that bell is the place to do it you can also follow the show at tv talk fm that's going to do it for us for this week but don't worry we'll be back in a flash <laughs>